You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Recorded in Chicago, Illinois, with your hosts, Ken, Matt, Neil, and Jeff, this is Triviality. Hello and welcome to Triviality, the game where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. And uh, this is our bonus for December, our holiday grab bag, I think we're calling it, or a holiday regifting. Yeah, um, we're going to have some nifty gifties, and uh, I think we're going to do a white elephant. Sounds good. And uh, Neil's not here with us today. Uh, he's checking his list uh, two or three times, I believe, yes, he is had, what he's doing. He, he has caught the Christmas spirit. He's deciding which <laughs> co-host is naughty and nice. I'm naughty for sure. Um, but uh, I'm going to let Matt take it away from here. Um, he's got all the questions today, and he's doing something a little special. Yeah, where, uh, mm-hmm. where are you getting these questions from, Matt? Uh, yeah, these are questions that we have used before. Uh, me and Jane host a monthly uh, live trivia game on my Twitch stream, uh, twitch.tv slash triviality. Matt, uh, make sure you go and follow me uh, if you want to play along. We, we do these every month. Uh, the next one coming up is going to be December 17th at 6 p.m. Eastern. For more details, check out Discord, Facebook, and then possibly the website. It'll all be there. Uh, but you get to play along live, and we wrote these questions, and we thought it'd be fun uh, that more than 30 people got to listen to them, so I'm going to give them to you guys. Yeah, and I think we're going to try to standardize when these events are taking place, correct? They're going to be at least once a month, uh, probably the third Saturday of every month, uh, but we're going to be doing some weekday events too, little like swing rounds and different kind of stuff, so you know, if you... If that's something you're interested in, we do always announce it on the Facebook and the Discord, so more reason to join us there. Yeah, stay tuned. We will keep you guys updated, and we'd love to join. have you guys join and see Matt uh, on the, uh, the Twitch stream. Um, so today, we're just going to be having some of these recycled questions, um, and we... Upcycled. Upcycled questions. Thank you. That's much more positive. <laughs> Since we, we did put a new, a new coat of paint on them. It's the same thing, but right. new paint. Nicer now. Nice and shiny. Uh, we wanted an extra teammate today, so we have uh, one of our oldest Patreon members joining us today. Not not oldest uh, physically, 137 but, years old. Right. But he's been with us since, uh, looks like February 18th, 2018. That's very specific. 2018, Oof. yeah. <laughs> And uh, that's Drew Bucksbaum. Welcome back to the show, and thank you for your Oakland Five support. 
glad to be here and I'm, I'm glad you have like all the financial docs right there to know exactly when i joined you that's pretty cool yeah that's pretty cool doing some uh doing some year-end uh tabulations over there yeah we just uh pull up the uh <laughs> patreon spreadsheet over here yep. and see uh Very we've nice. got them all ranked by uh you know their dollar per day contributions oh, come just on. kidding <laughs> Yes. How much Thai food have you bought us, Drew? That's what we really want. <laughs> uh, not enough. Um, but no, I mean, listen, I, I love you guys. I uh, love the show. So been happy to be a supporter for that long. Yes. And uh, you're joining us on a regular episode as well. I believe it's aired already or it's about to air. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, so thank you. you either did great or you're going to do great. Yeah. So thank you for uh, joining Wait, us. When was again. that? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for joining us again. And uh, yeah, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, though, if for those who have forgotten. Uh, yeah, I'm Drew. I'm from New Jersey. Um, I'm in property management by day and I'm another podcaster like these guys at by night. Uh, I run a little show called Nerd Off. Um, not nearly not nearly as prolific as these guys, but, you know. There's plenty of trivia to go around, so give that a listen, too. Yeah, please do. All right. At this point, I think we're going to toss it over to Matt. We're going to skip the rules because it's not the standard uh, game. We're just going to be playing as a team, discussing the answers, um, and having fun on this one because it's a bonus. We could do what we want. Right, Matt? <laughs> I like fun. It's a season for, uh, for Jolly, right? Good yeah. times. Good times indeed. Um, I'm not going to make you guys guess the special theme, but there was a special theme for this one, but it's less apparent when we only read half the questions. Uh, just to see if you could figure out the first category was Debbie just hit the wall. She never had it all. Mm. Feels <laughs> a bit a like one, uh, we'll let you, we'll the year Matt was out. born, if you, if you ask yeah. me, or, or maybe some people. 1985. Who, uh... Yeah. Yeah, there, the, it was... Uh, Every that helped us write the the questions. We just wrote the lyrics out and wrote a question about like every stanza. So it was a lot of fun. Uh, so this was question one. Since the 1990s, this dessert snack brand has been a sponsor of NASCAR, most notably on the number 21 Wood Brothers Ford Fusion and the number 47 JTG Daughtry Racing Team. In 2006, Ken Schrader appeared in a commercial donning his logoed racing apparel, in which he and his heart and his cardboard convenience store cutout swapped places. Well, what is that snack brand? I don't know. I'm thinking probably when you're talking about dessert snack brands, I think of Hostess right away. Well, he did say Debbie just hit the wall. Oh, so it could yeah. be a little, little Debbie. Debbie product. Yeah, a little Debbie. All right. Yeah, good call. But I don't know. Uh, this is why we play well as a team. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if it's a specific <laughs> uh, brand of Little Debbie snack cake. You know, is like Zebra Cake the sponsor? <laughs> <laughs> That would be a cool race car, right? Like a zebra race car. Uh, no, we'll just say Little Debbie. Yeah, and I think answer, Little Debbie's a good way to go. The answer is Little Debbie. Now, is it so, Little Debbie or Little Debbie? Is she a rapper? I, think it's, I it, believe it's Little. It is, it is Little. Okay. Uh, I think if it came out in 2007, it would have been Little Debbie, but um. And now it's Lil. It's Lil Debbie. So she does not rap. <laughs> Lol, Debbie. She's a TikTok comedian. Uh, all right, so we can move on to question two. Uh, so while CPAs may not seem like the most fun job, in 1926, an accountant for the FLIR Corporation, Walter Deemer, uses free time in between bean counting inventing this product. Adding this to his resume really made it pop in the future. Yeah, I think I know. Um, you guys have any guesses? What year? Did you say a year? 
1926. I believe it's originally top, he right? thought this would be a great wall covering uh, for like a wallpaper. Stucco? I believe. Is that what you're you guys saying? You guys know? I, I think this is the guy who invented bubble wrap. Bubble wrap. Ooh. As a wall covering. Ooh. Yeah, like a, like a, a decorative wallpaper. Like people weren't going to pop it. <laughs> what do you think? I, I, I think with the pop clue, that's probably the way to go because I had I had nothing at that point. People coming over to your house, popping your walls all the time. It'd be fun for the first week. It's like to I'd protect your kids from like going through your drywall. <laughs> yep, so, that's, yeah. you know that's what I need. I need some saggy plastic on my walls. You got a couple uh, kids running around your home, uh, Matt. What do you think about uh, coating your walls in bubble wrap? Does that seem like a wise idea or? I think it, it's a great idea for five-year-olds. I think it's a bad idea for cats. Uh, that would not end well <laughs> for anybody. Who I get something more durable, like a truck bed lining. All right. Spray it on yeah. the walls. <laughs> we are happy with bubble wrap, Matt. As uh, you would you be. You got it. <laughs> you got half of it right. Um, fortunately, then it popped a little bit. The answer we're looking for is bubble gum. Oh. Uh, he worked oh. for the Flare Corporation. They put oh, the that gum in the, in the baseball cards and the rest is history so all right the next question uh this one's for ken a follow-up to their album transatlanticism which band released the 2005 album titled plans featuring the song soul meets body and crooked teeth this is not just a ken question i am a huge fan of it's mostly a ken question a dc <laughs> band Mm-mm. i'm just kidding mm-hmm. not not from dc no no Initials. Oh, DC. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you know this one, Drew? Yep. Okay. We all know yeah, Death, Death Cab. Cab for Cutie. Yep. Yep. The answer is Death Cab for Cutie. Great band. Yeah, I love both of those albums. So, All right. Next question. The oldest named constellation on record dates back to the early Bronze Age. And though it is 65 light years away, one need only look to Wall Street to figure out which constellation we want you to name. So, uh, the Dow Jones constellation got it. So, when you're talking about uh, Wall Street, you're talking about bear markets and bull markets. So, you got Taurus Ooh. and Ursa Major, Ursa I Minor. I want to go yeah. with the Ursa angle, I think that's very clever. But which one at that point? We got three, we got three po- uh, choices Taurus, Ursa Major, Ursa Minor. I want to go, you think Ursa Major, Major? right? Because if it was discovered the longest yeah. ago. Not Taurus. Don't want a bull market. I'm feeling the bare hands. If okay. You know what I mean. Okay. I mean, I am a Taurus, and that is a death cap for cutie but, uh... song. So what you're saying is, we definitely need to go. I think Ursa Major, right? Wasn't it? <laughs> Do you guys have an answer? Are you guys going to argue a little more? No, I think uh, whatever Jeff says <laughs> is fine. I don't know. We were saying Ursa yeah. Major. Uh, the answer was Taurus the Bull. I told no. you. Told you, Jeff. <laughs> See, can't can't take Jeff anywhere. Yeah, I would kill for a bull market. Uh, unfortunately, we are we're still in that bear market. It's not good for investors right yeah. now. Yeah. And I hear the that, bears are in to the, my uh, Dogecoin and my Shiba Inu. I hear the wow. bears are at a selling market. Is that correct? Uh, they were. They are both. They they sold and they're, then they they're then sellers they and buyers. So, okay. Yeah, you know, if you got to buy, you got to sell. That's how the the market works. I imagine. Um, final question of our truncated first round. 
Derived from the Italian for My Lady, the earliest inspiration for this dynamically adapted work was painted into the grooves of the Roman catacombs in the late 2nd century. Did you say it was uh, Latin for my girl? Italian for my lady. <laughs> okay, so it's You're not so a painting to. of a bee? <laughs> it's not. <laughs> okay. You can't see without his glasses. What do you I think? Know, art's a uh, glaring weakness of mine. Oh, mine Madonna. Too. I didn't write this one. Madonna. Good job, Mona Lisa. I mean, this is way earlier than... Oh. Than the Mona Lisa, Madonna right? something. Uh, my lady. So me. Mia. Mia. I don't know. La lady. Mia Bella. Mia lady. Mia lady. Uh, I Mia. believe uh, Bella is Italian for beautiful. But Yeah. Um. Hey, Matt. What's Italian for lady? Oh, I couldn't tell you. Do we, do we have an answer? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Uh. This is a good question. Think back question. to 1985. The answer, the answer might be there. Oh, yeah. I don't know the lyrics to that Hold song. Hold on, I'm going through it in my head. <laughs> Madonna. Oh, then it's going to be Madonna. Oh, yeah. yeah. Springsteen, Madonna, <laughs> waiting for Nirvana. It's Springsteen. It's totally Springsteen. Madonna. <laughs> yeah. uh, the answer is Madonna and Child. So, so we get points. That's you good were, enough. You were yeah. onto it. Ken, you had it right. As right. usual. Bowling for Soup leads you the way. Um, so we're going to move on to the swing round we had. And this swing round was pretty fun. What we took was um, taglines from movies from 1985. Um, we'll give you the tagline, and you have to tell us the movie. Okay. Oh, good. Right. The year before I was born. This should go well. <laughs> All right. The first one. He's the only kid to have gotten in trouble before he was born. Okay. I figure we just do one at oh, a time. Oh, one at a time. Okay. This yeah, is not a regular team. episode. The only kid to get into trouble before he was born. What do you think? Dennis the Menace. No. <laughs> no. Not an 85. Alien. That was, that was I was thinking aliens. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, I don't know this one. That's tough. Neil's gonna be sad he missed these. Is there a yeah? Is there the famous like pregnancy gone wrong? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Rosemary's Baby. <laughs> <laughs> that was earlier though. <laughs> um, the Omen. Before he was no, that born. was too early too. I I have I no idea. Calvin Klein. Oh, uh, Back to the oh. Future. Oh, Back oh to yeah, the future. Uh, yeah, duh. <laughs> It's back to the future. That's a crazy tagline for that movie. That's a bad tagline for that movie. Made it no sense. So I mean, it's not a terrible tagline tag for that movie. Should just be the Libyans. <laughs> uh, next one. What most people call hell, he calls home. The most dangerous man in the world is back. Um, Freddy. Freddy. For uh, eighty-five, could be. Nightmare 2 or 3. I say, oh no, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe Rambo 2. What do you think of that? Part 1, First Blood 3. <laughs> what do you think about Rambo 2? I have zero idea. Let's go Rambo 2. 
Rambo First Blood Part Two. Yeah, that is correct. Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. All That's right. Wonderful. All right. Let's go to another sequel. There's a lot of sequels in 1985. He could have stopped the fight. He could have saved his best friend's life. That's uh, that's Rocky Four, right? Where Apollo dies. Yeah. Is that your final answer? Rocky Four. Rocky yeah, Four. I'm, I'm loving the confidence. So yeah. <laughs> Rocky Four is correct. Nice. A lot of people said Rocky Three on that one, but Rocky Three was with Mr. T Mr. and T. Uh, Hulk right. Hogan. Should see those movies one of these years. Oh, mm. uh, they're very yeah. Good. I know enough general trivia about them, but it's like, okay, which one's which? Which one is which? I watched them like one after another one year, and I was like, that feels like the appropriate way to do it. Just get it over since a little bit. Since the original Rocky, Rocky Balboa is probably the best one. No Creed. And then the Creeds are better than all of them, probably. Yeah, I don't consider Creed a part of the original franchise. It's its own thing at this point. Although apparently there's going to be a third one. I don't know. Looks good. Uh, yeah. Jonathan Majors is is huge. <laughs> he's having, he was, he's having a he good was year. Jonathan Miners, and now he's Jonathan, Jonathan Majors. <laughs> <laughs> he's a conqueror, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, I think, is a little easier. We'll see. Uh, in Detroit, a cop learns to take the heat. In L.A., he learns to keep his cool. That would be Beverly Hills yeah. Cop. 100% Beverly Hills Cop. Uh, this is the last one I'll get for you guys because I really like this one. It's pr- uh, pretty easy, great movie. Uh, to protect, to serve, to make you laugh. America's funniest crime busters are back. It's the Police Academy too. <laughs> it's yeah, it's it's one of the eighty-seven Police Academy movies <laughs> from nineteen eighty-five. Police Academy eighty-seven and a half. <laughs> it is police Subtitled, academy. oh my god we're still making these police academy 2 was the answer yeah. and they're america's funniest crime busters i don't know if make, you knew that did they make six of those so, I, I think no they're still idea. making them there has to be like four straight to netflix movies like, i guarantee that <laughs> i guarantee it well I boys we're at it. uh we're at 80 percent right now we have only missed two out of these 10 so uh 80 that's good enough for a low b <laughs> I'll take it. take it all right let's move on to the second round uh we got a sports question here very fun for everybody involved the fall classic more commonly known as the world series only became a true world series in what year when it finally was played outside the u.s for the first time toronto i mean that's where the only the only nine. no no, could no, be, no, the oh, Expos oh, could have been, been Montreal. Be Montreal. Been Montreal. Yeah. Ah, the Expos. It's going to be Montreal. Expos. But what do that's, you... that's, that's the trick here because everyone's instantly going to go to Toronto. Uh, what Matt's year? The Expos have been defunct since, I think, the 90s. This is a 1985 based game. So, since Oh, we... yeah, it's probably 1985. I don't then. know, though. <laughs> I really don't know. Um, wait. Is that part of the question? What year? The, the question is, what year oh. did it become the World Series? 1985. The answer was 1992 in Ooh. Toronto. That wasn't in the song. It was, oh, uh, was Toronto? Get bent. The, the line was, she she's seen all the classics, so it became the fall classic. Oh. It was a bit of a stretch, but I need to get sports in there. There's not a lot of sports Ooh. in 1985. I know, I apologize. All right, here's <laughs> like the I almost fire question. <laughs> 
<laughs> I wrote that one, so that's on me. Bad on me. All right. St. Elmo's fire is a weather phenomenon in which luminous plasma is created by a corona discharge from a rod-like object, such as a spire, chimney, or animal horn, in an atmospheric electric field. St. Elmo's fire is named after St. Erasmus of Formia, a patron saint of which group that would most likely be experienced with this phenomenon? Uh, Muppets. And I read that. Uh, I read that in one take, and I'm really proud of myself. Muppets, right? right? Uh, yeah, I'm actually shocked because that wasn't English. <laughs> um, Nobody likes my Muppets joke. That's fine. Um, <laughs> I'm still, wait, wait, I'm still wait, stuck no, no, on a discharge from a rod-like object. I think it's, so. I think it's sailors. <laughs> I agree. I think it's sailors because yeah. they often see it come springing from the mast. <laughs> that sounds vaguely familiar, so I'm good with that. Yep, we're looking at those thick masts. It's sailors. Sailors is the answer. Great job, guys. Thank you. I hope somebody All at right. home liked my Muppet thing, but that's fine. That's fine. That you guys Probably Kellen. Kellen right. liked she... it. <laughs> that's for her. Great job. Uh, question. Although Mary Quant is often credited with the popularization of the miniskirt in the early 60s, the late 50s saw fashion house Yves Saint Laurent and this house, mentioned by Cardi B, Lizzo, and Halsey, introduced the hemline into their collections. I'm gonna, so which, what's this fashion house? This is uh, fashion and, uh, and pop music, so I'm just going to step away. I'm just going to back away into the shrub. <laughs> Hold on. The more you talk, the, the more my brain is losing focus. Um, let's see. Is this the one with the the Louis Louboutin? No, I don't think these are Louboutin. Um, oh, you speak French? We. Oui. So <laughs> let's see, Lizzo, 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 Lizzo. I know enough. If Lizzo. it helps, these are the shoes that look like socks. Oh my god. Um, that's the Cardi B lyric. I've I've said what I had to say. <laughs> I understand. You are shoes you are, that look like socks. Can you yeah, read the have, question again, real quick? I can. Although Mary Quant is often credited with the popularization of the miniskirt in the early '60s, and or nope, the late '50s saw fashion house Yves Saint Laurent and this house. This house, mentioned by Cardi B, Lizzo, and Halsey, introduced the hemline into their collection. The House of Gucci. No, it's that's not House the, of Gucci. That's the movie with Adam Driver. <laughs> <laughs> Lady Gaga. How, I, is that any good? I haven't seen it. Yeah, nobody's seen it. <laughs> I'm sure somebody's seen it. Do you have an answer or no? There's not. There's nothing riding on this game. Just so you know, Jeff. I don't care. <laughs> I'm trying to go Every through all my Lizzo it. lyrics. We're yeah, gonna this, say th- the house. This of- isn't. This isn't the group for uh, for fashion questions. We got three hoodies and a black tee on this show. <laughs> We're right gonna now. say House of Gucci. <laughs> Uh, the answer is the Balenciagas. Oh, I was yeah. so close. Yeah. So close to it. Jeff, are you familiar with that word at least? Balenciaga? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. He was right I about to say that sure. from, from Lizzo. Yeah. The, yeah shoes, I remember, I... the, the shoes have like a sock like material that goes up your leg. Very strange. Very popular when I was in LA. I don't know if they're still there. I left. So I don't know if I've mentioned that before. Did, All right. Did you bring a pair with you? Yeah, I took the I took one for the road. They're just they just hand they, them they out. They hand there them out at with, the airport with those big uh, black brimmed hats that everyone wears. 
from 2000 Botox and Balenciagas <laughs> at the airport while you wait. Yeah. Yep. It's wonderful. LAX. Who could ask for more? From 2006 to 2020, you'd, a, you'd be able to see Eddie Van Halen shredding alongside his son Wolfgang in the modern iteration of the band. Wolfgang is the son of Eddie and this Golden Globe winning actress who can now be seen on the Food Network watching a kid's baking show where they get better one day at a time. One day at a time is a clue. Yeah. But I can't answer it. You know what I'm saying? Show. Yeah. Uh, that show. I, I, I forget her name, but um, she's the one who, uh, in, in his book, Matthew Perry claimed he made out with while Eddie Van Halen was passed out. I just oh. forget her name right now. <laughs> God, that book Matthew is... Perry sucks. <laughs> yeah. I'm, Keanu I, Reeves is still walking among us. Yeah, well, let's, um, let's yeah, not pile on Matthew Perry, but yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff from that book. Um, but I can't remember who the woman was. Oh. Keanu Reeves is a treasure. Christina Brinkley? No. Uh, no, that's uh, Christy, Christy Brinkley. Brinkley was Christy. Billy Joel. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't know. She was one of the Uptown Girls, I believe. Yes. Uh, one day at a time. Is a soap opera person? I can't remember. Right? Is that what we're talking about? No, no, at? I think that's a sitcom. Oh. I, I, sitcom. I don't remember the name. I'm, I'm out for this one. I don't know. The answer is Valerie Bertinelli. Bertinelli. Hmm. Is, is, is she in the song? Uh, it's that would say Valerie Bertinelli. <laughs> it's who's the other guy singing in Van Halen, was the line. Oh, so okay. that's where. Yeah. Well, we're, uh, we're, we're well out of B range now, boys. Yeah, we're yeah. slipping into we're a low, low C. I, so. I, don't, I don't know about that. <laughs> All right. Last question of round two. The first audio radio broadcast was conducted by Reginald Fessenden on December 24th, 1906 in Brant Rock, Massachusetts. Till he appeared with his Bible and violin, the world had not yet experienced amplitude modulated radio. In fitting with the time, which was the first song broadcast on radio by Fessenden? What song did he perform? What what, okay, guys, what were the uh, what were the hints of 19, what were the hits of 1906? Anyone remember? <laughs> no, I'm trying to remember this. It's a I, I've heard this fact before. I feel like it was maybe a played, he had, played he on he had a violin and a Bible. Is it the Devil Went Down to Georgia? <laughs> <laughs> December 24th might be a might be something oh, there. Uh, Silent Night. 19, yes, oh. I believe that's correct. Silent night. Is that the is that the same as Oh Holy Night? Yes. No, it's not. But oh. that's what we're yeah. saying. No, it's not. But that's what we said. We, <laughs> we said, said Oh Holy, Holy night, night. Obviously, I think we should go with Oh Holy Night. Well, that is correct then. All oh right. Holy no, Night. No, we're not taking credit for thing. that. That's that's uh, so close. So yeah, right, we're we're in final. D we're in D territory now, boys. It's not good. It's okay. There's a final I mean, though if the, coming if the up. Teacher leaves the answer on the desk. I think you should be allowed to use it. You know. Um, so the final categories for you guys are going to be Springsteen, Madonna, we're skipping Nirvana, oh. and U2. It's Springsteen, Madonna, and U2 are going to be your I categories. Okay. We're not wagering. Right. So wagering all your points. We're wagering it all, yeah. Uh, in Springsteen, Bruce Springsteen has had a long and storied career alongside his backing band, the E Street Band. In 1992, however, Bruce put out an album with his longtime collaborators named after which state, 
usually more known for college football championships in the 90s than rock music? Um, Alabama. Texas. College football championships in the 90s. How did you turn this into a football question? (laughs) uh, I think Alabama wasn't a big powerhouse until the early 2000s with Saban. I mean, they were big in like the 50s with Bear Bryant, 50s, 60s, but... um, Fiesta Bowl, 95. That was was not that long ago. You're in the right era. Yeah, Tennessee. Tennessee is the right era, not the right state. Should I keep naming states? In that region. Yeah, I was just like, I feel like it's an SEC. Mississippi. Mississippi. Do you like that? West. West of Mississippi? That's that's what's with these clues? Corn huskers. Oh yeah, Nebraska. 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 The answer is Nebraska. Yeah, points. I should oh, remember right. that for us. So we saw uh, us all along. My great uncle grew up in uh, Nebraska. He's a huge Corn Huskers fan. I remember them now that Matt not said the that. team, but he, he liked the people in the profession. Yes, he liked shucking corn. What's the next question? <laughs> next question is in Madonna. Over the course of her career, be about like hockey. <laughs> over the course of her career, Madonna has dated many hockey players. No, it's not true. It might be true. I don't know. Madonna <laughs> has released several coffee table books, children's literature, and even YA chapter books, young adult chapter books. Her first publication was released in 1992 through her newly formed entertainment label. What is the name of this company, whose name is a portmanteau for the founders, Veronica, Madonna, and Frederick? I mean, I could make something up, but I, I've this never heard it before. Veronica. Or the order of Madonna, Veronica, Frederick. Is the order the portmanteau's in. Maverick. Maverick. There we go. Yep. Maverick, yeah. <laughs> Excellent work. It's Maverick. Maverick. I think, I think we Neil mentioned this one on the, the Madonna uh, sex book episode. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent call. Which was one of the there. children's books, by the way. <laughs> Uh, they gotta learn sometime. All right, final I question. Learn it from Madonna. <laughs> I was at a, I was at Maver Fred, so I would have I would have worked my way there. <laughs> I'm just no imagining Mother a Fred. redoing of Madonna's um, like in Vogue, but instead of saying people's names, she just starts naming like positions in her book. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yikes! All right, in you two. You two appeared in the 200th episode of The Simpsons, Trash of the Titans, in which Homer runs for Springfield Sanitation Commissioner. His opponent is Ray Patterson, who is played by this man, who is finishing up what may be his last role as a former TV star turned star podcaster. Who is this man? Um, turned star podcaster. On, in, in his current role on TV, that's what he plays. Oh, right now he has a podcaster role on TV, on TV where he's a, he's a child star that turns into a podcaster. Former TV star turned star podcaster. Yep. Do you know a show like that? Only Murders in the Building? I don't know a show about a... Oh. Oh. I don't know if he was a child star. Or a TV star. Yeah. So Martin Short or Steve I, Martin? I like Martin Short. I, feel I like, like Martin the, Short better on The Simpsons. Yeah, I think he's yeah. the more eccentric one. That's in the we'll, in only murders. That's what we'll say. I started it, and for whatever reason, we just 
Stop. <laughs> that like episode four was like good, but like I don't know. Is it for old? People? It's a good show. I no, watched the first show. season, but mm-hmm. that's what we say. Yeah, Martin pick, Short picked the wrong Martin. It's Steve Martin. Okay. Ah, oh, darn it. But that, I'm giving us an A plus either way. What do you think, guys? Should we just give ourselves an A plus for today's effort? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, since we're since we're scoring on effort. Um, I would give... If we're scoring B, an effort, I'm giving myself B. a C. <laughs> I'd say B. Because I did yeah, not put I'll, in a lot of it. I'll take a B minus. You yeah. did completely check out of a couple of the questions. <laughs> like, no, right, no, I'll no, give no. myself a C. I, I know when it's a C, a C effort. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm here to entertain. I'm not here to get questions right. To try. Well, in, this, in the spirit of the season, I, I will give everybody an A+. Plus. Spirit of the season? Yeah, I would say C's, yeah. Oh, yeah, the Lump season? Of coal. It's a one, yeah, it's a small lump though, which is okay as long as you get it early. What are we talking about? I don't know. Great job, everybody. That's, this the is where we usually wrap it up. Oh, excellent. Well, if you enjoyed that game, and I don't know why you wouldn't, it's a wonderful game. Uh, we do these every month. Uh, we do them live. You could play along with the Triv Now app um, and then kind of chat around in the uh, the Twitch stream. So it's a lot of fun. So check it out. Yeah, where do we, we'll uh, have, where we'll... do we follow it, Matt? You can follow it twitch.tv slash triviality Matt. Yes, and we'll have more information about when these take place um, on our on our show. Uh, we'll let you guys know. And once again, just want to remind everybody, this is an Airwave Media production uh, where you can find such great podcasts as Fan Theory Queries, Who Arted, and Monster Talk. And that'll do I it love for today. Who Arted, by the way, just so you guys know, great podcast. I just love the name of Who Arted. That'll do it for today. We want to thank Matt for those great questions. Jeff, Neil, wherever he may be. Drew, of course, for being today's great guest. And I'm Ken. That was Triviality. Bonus. As a long-time foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts.